The Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's. Jess and Ducko. This is the Jess and Ducko podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi. Ducko, I'm a bit nervous today. I've got a skin check booked in. Oh, for mm. moles and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I need to do that. I haven't had one. We used to get them at work. That's right. And they haven't had one in a couple of years. So now I haven't had one. No, you should. Yeah. Mm, I'm a bit freaked out though. Mm. I, you know, last year I did a lot of things on my body for this show and I, they weren't good. So I'm kind of just steering clear of getting things you know checked. What? That's probably a good idea. Yeah. I would argue for everyone else. Ignorance yeah. is not bliss. You need, a, you need a second. I found out I had no sperm. I found out that my voice had a hemorrhage. Yeah, like, my shoulders played shoulder up. Shoulder disc, disc. Like it was just a bad year to, to look into my body. There was so much going on. Yeah. Um, I would give yourself another another month. Yeah, I'd but rather I don't not, want to encourage you to not. No, ever I do need have to get checked. Yeah. Don't shy away. You know, don't, don't be scared. shy away. I'm also going to get colonoscopy. Why? Just because I want to get one. Oh, you want to get yeah, one? Yeah, okay. yeah, just, yeah. Just, just to say I did. Do you know what? And we'll go live. Knowing you, though, they'll find something. Oh, so I know. just They'll find polyps or something. Be very careful. For me, this is a bit weird, but like mm. because my body stretched out carrying a baby, oh, yeah. all the skin that sort of like snapped back, it's like sitting differently. So I don't know if these things have been oh, there for ages. Like or saggy? Just or is it like... Yeah, because I've now got a bit more flesh, I've noticed like something that's underneath. I'm like, where did you come from? Oh, you from? feel like a lump. Well, no, like underneath the belly. Do you know oh. what I mean? Because usually, not that I had the flattest stomach in the world, but yeah, I but never like, saw it. Now that I've got just like excess skin, I'm like, where were you hiding? How do you get rid of that? Can you, or is that just that's there for good? That's a great question. I don't know if it's skin or if this is just weight I put on when I was pregnant. I've got no idea. But who has time in the day to do a sit-up? Not me. <laughs> a lot of you people should, do. You'd you be should surprised. see me trying to get someone off. who finishes work at 10 a.m. You should <laughs> shut up. Yeah, but if they got a three-month-old at home, that's what I'd argue. You should see me try to get off the couch. It's embarrassing. Actually, I have no oh, course. Your friend. husband worded something so funny. When you were lying on your back, you can't get up. You're like a turtle that's flipped over. And you're like, help me get up because your course rate's all shot. There's no core. But did you have any before? I, I think I had a wee bit. Okay. Just a little bit. You like, could get yourself up. I could get myself up. But yeah. now I have to genuinely. You know what? A good technique that I, well, not that I need it, but, you know, to help you. Thank you. When you're lying You just down... wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Not that I need it. <laughs> all right, right, mate. Hey, I didn't have a child, to be fair. <laughs> yep. Um, cock your leg up like this. So it looks like sort of like an L shape and grab the back of your leg to pull yourself up like that. You know what I mean? That feels, feels like it requires the strength to just hold your legs up there. Oh, you can't do that. Can't, I mean, is are, that... You got, are you talking, like, do I do a rocking motion? Yes. Okay. Yes. You, do sort of, you, you sort of rock. Swing myself up. Swing yourself up, grab your leg and then let it get you this, up. I can't believe I'm complaining about my couch being too comfortable, but I sink so far into yeah. it. It's really hard to get any purchase. Can you, can you sort of roll onto the side and just like slide <laughs> off and get up? <laughs> Like a toddler trying yeah. to get off a couch. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I'll try that today. You I'll should, report we back. should put this out uh, on the phones about post-pregnancy bods. Yes. And like, and like. Ducko, this is what I've wanted to do. What didn't they tell you? Yeah. What weren't you expecting? No, I'd love to hear that. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, I want to talk about the stretch. Yeah. No I, I want talks about. Between the boot and the. No, not, oh. the, no, not that. Not the, what's that called? <laughs> The gooch. No, do the perineum. For, yeah, the perineum. Yep. No, because I did a lot of perineal massage. You did. You had some good so perineum. So I worked on that, but there was stretch. Let's do it on the show. Okay. 13, 10, 60. Why am I soliciting right no, now? No, we're not, we're not live. They're going to be listening to this in two years from now. Shy guy. For tomorrow, the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we can do it what tomorrow. didn't they tell you? What were you not expecting? Yeah. Post preg. Yeah. Nancy. And, yeah, when and do you want to do that? Set an appointment for the podcast as listening today. Do you want to do it tomorrow? Yeah, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah, so time? today's the 30. Oh, oh. We'll uh, tell them what time to. I mean, you what do you reckon? Right. Let's do, what do we reckon? 7 30, 7 40, 8 10, 8 20? Between 7 30 and 8 20. How about we say, Jeez, we tune in from 6. And from, well, at that point, <laughs> we may as well tune in from 5. <laughs> anyway, and, I love it. Uh, I'll ask you this next. I feel like my. Uh, anyway, did Angus look down? Did he look at the eye of the storm? His own? No, 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 like when the baby was oh! getting, you know, because you were going to go natural. I don't know. When His he, own eye. <laughs> what? Did, he look, did he look past the sheet and look at your splayed open legs? Babe, he caught her. <gasps> he caught her. What do you mean? He you caught mean? her. I thought you went out the, you didn't go, so, no, you, no, 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 you had, you, yeah, I, I, I you were going to go water and you didn't yep. you had to have, yeah, epidural. I did have an epidural, yes. exactly. Um, for your three and a half minutes. He caught later. it. Yeah. yeah. Three me. and a half minutes. No, no, hour. Three and a half hour. Which, to be fair, in the grand scheme of labour, that may as well have been minutes because. So he he, he, look, he looked at it and saw it all. Do you want to get him on? I want to know what. About yeah, it. I want to see from that perspective too. Yeah. Because I had a mate uh, recently who went. You know, his child, his wife gave birth, and he said like, it was so. He's a bit of a he's a weirdo, but he said looking at it, it was like so like you know normally guys are like it was gross or yep. it was ruining my favorite thing or whatever. 
he was like, it was just so like, like primal and visceral that I just like wanted to get closer to it. Yeah, I get that. Okay. In that moment, seeing the love of your life push out your offspring. Yeah. I can sort of understand I that. I can sort of understand I, that. I've had, Angus uh, hasn't described it like that, but I'll ask him tonight. Yeah, I'd like to know that because another uh, uh, sort of like an old rowing coach of mine who he'd be in his late 60s now. He once described it as me as, you know, like your favorite meal gets destroyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I and that's all that stuck with me. But we need to get that bloke out of your head yeah, and get you more yeah. into the mindset more, of your mate. Yeah, yeah, more primal. <laughs> more primal. But this would be interesting to talk about. It would be. I think so. Because who's talking about this, Ducko? No one. Jess and Ducko. That's who. We are. So li- enjoy the show today. And then maybe the next day, my hemorrhoids. I don't know. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. I'm joking. Our I boss d- loves an arc. <laughs> <laughs> He loves us building on things. <laughs> we'll just keep building, won't we? We'll keep building. I didn't think you guys could do four days on hemorrhoids, but you did it. <laughs> no one else could, baby. No one else could. Enjoy the show. Jess and Ducko. Ducko, I've I've seen a side of myself that I'm not I'm not particularly thrilled with, and I don't know whether to just lean into it or to try and back away at rapid pace. Um, I am currently in a I'm going to use the word war Ooh. with a with a conglomerate over guacamole. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, and I think we've shared this before. Mexican is not high up on my favourite cuisine. Yeah, shocking. I love Mexican. Yeah, it's it's not high up there for me, mm. but I do find um, that when you've got a hankering, you know, it's just like nothing slaps quite like a quesadilla. Yeah. That's my order. Um, That's all, all so strange. I mean, burrito. Nah. I like the quesadilla. Nachos. I like the filling to tortilla ratio in a yeah. quesadilla. Also, More than a burrito. Do you want to say where you think your superior Mexican is? Actually, no, we probably I shouldn't. I don't because that's who I'm yes. in a war with. Oh, okay. <laughs> good because I don't think they're good. Good catch. Good, good, okay. So my issue, Ducko, yeah. and this is where I say, is this an ugly side of Jess Faccioni yeah. or should I lean into it? We got it delivered the other day um, and they forgot my guacamole. I had paid mm. $2 extra. Yeah, guacamole's not cheap. It's not cheap. Now, and it makes, it makes the meal. My my opinion is, now I don't run a business, guacamole should come as standard. It shouldn't be an extra. Yeah. Who's not getting guacamole? It should be one of the tabs like no sour cream, no guacamole. Not totally. add for two bucks. That's bullcrap. You've got to add it to everything at every place. And I know when it's all, yeah. And I get avocados are expensive. Work it into the price of the quesadilla. Charge me more for the quesadilla yeah. to absorb my guac price. Because yeah. seeing it's an extra charge annoys me. Yeah. But it didn't come. My husband's did, but it didn't come for oh. mine. So rude. So there was only one. You know, they're tiny. Yeah. It's not enough to share. And he goes, no. just share mine. I went, no, it's the principle. I paid for my own. You're usually scared of confrontation where you don't go up and say anything. I am, exactly, Ducko. But this is when I can be faceless and I don't actually have to, because it got delivered. Now my issue is with the app, yeah? Right. Also, also, producer Billy's is chiming yeah. in. She used to work at said place. And she said this happens all the know, time. Do you know where I'm talking about? Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it because we'll get we might. Well, I just assume with the two dollar. Oh, do you know the price? The, you've given it away. That's so There's good. lots of Mexican joints. There's heaps. Shut up, Billy. But yeah, this, <laughs> we've got an insider. Okay. I can't believe this, Billy. Because my issue is twofold. I spent an hour, Ducko, after I'd finished my quesadilla because yeah. obviously I'm going to eat it hot, and I had to get my own avocado out of the fridge and have just. Avocado. Oh, you made your it. own? Well, not really, because it wasn't mushed up. And yeah, I didn't have yeah, the it's too hard. Spices yeah. or whatever's in it. No lemon Did juice. you really want it? I really wanted it. Yeah. So not only did I have to have my own avocado, but I ate my quesadilla. I spent an hour fiddling with the app looking for the complaints department. Oh, so this was a delivery. This was a delivery. I so see. I'm looking around the app trying to, where do I go for? My order's incorrect. Yeah. I have a complaint. I need to talk to someone. An hour, couldn't find it. Nah. So went onto their website and found the complaints department buried in like the T's and C's, found an email address and have sent an email. No way. I want my $2 back. <laughs> You did not send an email about and avocado. I had my order number. I took a photo of the empty box. Wow. With, with, with the, like, no avocado. Like, I tried to put my hands Where's in the it avocado? with, like, the shrug. Where's the avocado? Look at this picture. Do you see avocado? And I've hit send and gone, Yeah, Jess. That's bad. For an hour of your life. That is- and $2. <laughs> was it worth it? Which I only reflected on after I'd done it all. Yet to get a reply, I so I'm not won't. impressed, Billy. I mean, Billy, who used to work there, do you think she will get a reply? Will I get a reply? And what is the best way to go about getting a reply? 
Honestly, I reckon you will because <gasps> when I used to work there, if someone complained, we used to just give them like free food. Well, no, so, I don't want food. So I want just my $2 back. It's the principle of the I want a bank matter. transfer of two bucks. <laughs> they might give you, like, the whole meal again. I think that's usually what they do. Hang redo. on a minute. Uh, okay. Yeah, Rigo. Okay, so what, well, are you saying I should go into the store? Because I don't like face-to-face. <laughs> no, I think face. the time has passed. <laughs> what do you take With your, your empty, email? Your empty case of the airbox and be like, I ate this, but there was no AFO <laughs> yeah, in there. Hang on, I'm not getting a reply <laughs> from Honestly, the... I used to be, like, super scared of people that used to come in and do that. So I used to be like, yep, okay, you, I believe you. Scared you can have you. free food. If okay. anyone knows where the home of the $2 avocado add-on is, they're going to go and get so some free food So I just need to today. do it in person. Yeah. Because, yeah, oh, it's so easy to ignore an email, delete my complaint. And it's $2. I mean, I've go got to court. go confront the 16-year-old who works there with my empty but You know what's funny? Box. I don't reckon you'd ever do that, but you will send this, this email. Yeah, because I'm gutless keyboard warrior. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Right now, it's Jess and Ducko. The dreaded feeling of getting pulled over by an officer or yes. going through an RBT or an RDT and just you just don't want to be stopped no Absolutely. matter what. Even I, if I, um, I've had no beers. When I see an RBT, I freak out. Exactly. I've never been pulled over. Touch wood. I've really? never had the siren or the lights go behind me. Mm. Have you? Yeah. That must be the most awful thing. Yeah, it's the worst. Because you, at first you think they're putting their sirens on to go get a bad car. Yes. And you're like, well, it can't be me. And then you I'm change the you change lanes and they, co- they follow you and you're like, oh, no. I, you know, under pressure, even not under pressure, not yeah. the best parker. So I always <laughs> get Yo, really You suck nervous. at parking, period. I park next to you. That's not good to know because I've arrived before you. Yeah, I know, oh, but yeah. lucky there's a pole between Yeah, us. that's so why they put her near the pole. I'd have to be re- going real bad to still get your car beyond <laughs> okay, the pole. Good. But I would panic, you know, in that moment, you you, you best be pulling over immediately, yes? Yeah? Yep. With the pressure of a cop car behind me, it's like trying to reverse parallel park in front of a cafe full of people. Where do you pull over? Where how do you, you do it? Where do you pull over and yeah. how do you do it nicely? Can you get booked for bad parking? I, you probably <laughs> you can. can. You probably can. <laughs> anyway, this guy gets pulled over. At, actually, at the Hawkesbury. Uh, the Hawkesbury Highway Patrol stopped him. Okay. He was in a white Mazda. Thank you so much for the information. There's uh, obviously a 500-word <laughs> count they had to pad yeah, out. Yeah, it's a short article. It's for the colour of the it's car. It's a short article, and you're about to see why. <laughs> uh, he asked him for his ID, okay? Standard. As he gives him his ID, the officer feels something on the back of his ID, stuck to his ID. In the form of like a little bag. What? And he, he turns it over and he peels off what looks to be an empty or half empty bag of. He's got a baggie stuck to his ID. He's a baggie stuck to his ID. Sorry, and he's handed it to a police officer. Because he's been hiding it in his wallet. Obviously, whack it behind the, he's whacking it behind his driver's license. Oh That's where he's putting it the night out. You want he's to, forgotten. You want it to be snug. You don't want it falling out of your wallet. Yeah, integrity for the bag. Yeah. He's forgotten where it is. Uh, he has completely blanked. He's freaked out in front of the officer, handing the ID, and as he's passed in the ID, he's, oh, he's seen the bag. Yep. Go up to the officer, and hoping the officer won't see it. The officer's felt it, ripped it off, and gone, what is this? In that moment, you have two choices. Yes. Do you do you go, I don't know what that, what is that? Who is it? That's not mine. <laughs> Who put that <laughs> That there? is mum's baking soda that she, or never leave the what house without it? baking soda. Was it, a, was it a former AFL player? I'm, I'm thinking Wayne Carey, maybe I might be getting yes. that wrong, so we'll At take the, the name casino? of it. And he said it was like crushed up paracetamol. Or yes, that's right. That was only that like card. last year. You could, yeah. It's like Wayne Carey. So I'm playing the Wayne <laughs> Carey card. I'm playing it now. I find it easier than taking the tablet. To the man's, I guess, credit, he said, look, that is exactly what it looks like. Okay. Yep. I had it on New Year's Eve. Oh, he owned it. And um, I haven't had it since, and I'm fine now. And they drug tested him and breath tested him. He was fine, and they confiscated the bag, but then posted a photo of the, of the bag on the scales, <laughs> oh uh, weighing it, and just said, like, putting out a warning to all officers. I thought you were uh, about to, to say they took a photo of his ID attached to it. I was like, well, let's talk about name and shame. Wow. So he owned, he owned up, and I think owning up. So what did he get a slap on the wrist? He doesn't say he got any form of fine or wow. anything like that. So. Oh, no, I, I lied it. Court attendance. Ah, nah. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. You know, the holiday period I spoke about, I uh, filled in, did some weather stuff on the Today Show. That's right. Um, it was the dancing monkey on the TV. Yeah, with the coconut bra. Yes. <laughs> and the leaf skirt. Because anyone, anyone can Google weather. I'd like just say, yeah. Jess Yes, but showers. I can't see a grown adult man <laughs> splashing around yeah. with jellyfish. Yeah. Playing with kids. At some aquarium around, or around the country. Or a bird in a tuxedo. <laughs> 
There was a bird in the tux, and that bird did show me up a few times and then let me down on TV. I missed the bird in the tux episode. Yeah. Oh. What was his name again? The bird had a name. It's oh, got an Instagram. I, don't know. I remember sending messages. They reached, they reached out to me on Instagram. The bird, it did. And it was like, oh, we'd love you Sorry, to. So the bird reached yeah, out. Yeah, the bird, the bird Instagram. We'd love you to do more stuff with us. And I was like, I'm going to leave this one oh, right here. So you here. did such a good job. That's that my ambassadorship. You, you get cars, I get I get birds. So, you know. <laughs> Which you, don't, you didn't take. Life is great. Can you go back to the bird people and ask, yeah, how much? I want to know how much. They're going to fork up for you to be the face of this bird. No, I'm not the face. They just wanted me to post stuff about oh. it. <laughs> I wasn't getting anything what out of it. What do you get? Just a free experience with the bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish I could remember its name. That's going to really annoy me. Anyway. Uh. Uh, Shall I not get onto that? Oh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, when I did that, the the boss of Channel Nine uh, sent me an email to thank me. Oh, now nice. they called me because my actual name's Nick, but everyone calls me Ducko. I wasn't sure what they were going to run with on TV. They ran with Ducko, which was fantastic. Yes. It was good, you know. One, good for synergy. Yes, exactly. Mm. And they'll call me Ducko on TV, and then eventually they caught on to you know how like every now and then you go the Duck Man, Duck Man. Absolutely. Just, just I don't know. It just for some reason that's caught fire too. I don't yeah. know why. So they started doing it. Much to our boss's uh, chagrin when he wanted to call you just The Duck when you joined the program. When I first started in radio, our boss wanted to call me The Duck. (laughs) Jess and The Duck. I was like, (laughs) "Uh, what is that? What's The Duck? But it's funny because Duck Man, that has kind of stuck. Yeah, it has. It's caught a bit of fire. And that only caught fire when I came here. Yes. uh, When I started doing this. Anyway. The problem with being called Ducko is the D is next to the F on the keyboard. Yes. So some, I told you about my phone autocorrecting. Sometimes it autocorrects to Ducko. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I got the other day? Sucko. And I went, oh, that's a new one. I'll take that. <laughs> it's, better than, it's better than the F one. And, and, anyway. Hey, Sucko, what are you doing this weekend? But you're right. You take S over F. So the boss, the big boss, has emailed to thank me. Oh, no. For my time. And it's worse than just F-O. I have then, he's gone, because he's gone, Duckman, haha, uh, Ducko, thanks so much, you did such a great job. So these are all Ds? Yeah, 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 Yeah. you did all a great job. I've replied. Oh, God. And you know I don't proofread anything. I'm pretty bad at messaging. You're already not a great speller, and you you don't proofread. And my brain runs so quick, I feel like I'm on radio and I've got to, like, type it out really fast, like it's going to go away, you know what I mean? I'm an idiot. And, (laughs) and And I type back at the end. I was like, thanks so much. And I was meant to say the Duckman. You're signing off your own email. Yep. And I said, the man. Great. So he got it right in his email. Yeah. I thought this was going to be the boss of Channel 9 calling you F-O. No, no, no. You I called, called myself yourself. the F-man. Are you just trying to big note yourself? Like, I'm so good at it. People call me the F-man. So I have to say, I'm not getting invited back. No. I then reply back straight away being like, I'm so sorry. Autocorrect. Right. <laughs> Autocorrect DNF. I should proofread. Did he, has, has there been any reply? Yeah, he, uh, he was cool with it. Yeah. It, but I don't think that encourages like, you know. Nah. I didn't proofread my message. Nah. Pretty low. Uh, you know. Fly by the seat of your pants, that's hey for man, sure. Hey man, I could go on TV with Manko the bird. The bird's name was Manko. Was it? Yes. <laughs> and, hey, are you sure? I swear. Have you just had a, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Slow down. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. I reckon producer Shy Guy's having a glass of milk. Glass of milk and a little biscuit, aren't you? As producer badass Billy uh, brings in a glass you, of milk. Thank you, Billy. Uh, we need you on the phones. 13, 10, 60. You get bickies, baby. Is it you... milk? Yeah, that's milk. Full cream milk. Is it milk? What do you mean? It doesn't what? smell like milk. What else, no, what else does it look like? What else could also, it... you say milk weird. Milk. What's really Don't do that. He really hits that. Milk. I think he really hits the L. Yeah, milk. Milk. <laughs> anyway. 13, 10, 60. We have biscuits to give away. We do. This we was do. an accidental game we, we stumbled upon because Shy Guy, whilst he has many skills, isn't great at describing mm. things. Um, he tried to describe a Monte Carlo and we needed to go through about six people before yeah. we landed yeah. on what and the... And about ten minutes of air time. Exactly. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And then all of a like, well, this is a game. This is a game. This is so much fun. Who doesn't love chatting about bickies? Yeah. So 13, 10, 60, we have got every biscuit we known got so to many man. packets. So many packets yeah. of bickies We really blew the show budget on We did. So if we're also getting to know a bit more about Shy Guy. Like, his car is completely clean. He goes to Spotlight on the weekends with his mum, and he has biscuits and milk. That's okay. right. We don't block on this show, Shy Guy. You say, yeah, I do. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. Well, As look, Ariana they're not false. Grande I'm just defending says, it. Yes, and. So, you've got a bickie. You're going to describe yep. it. 13, 10, 60. If you know what it is, call us. Because um, we're going to do a few bickies today, but we're going to start off with one relatively easy. I yeah. think I think it's pretty easy. Um, so, 13, 10, 60. Shy Guy's opening this fresh packet of bickies. I'd also like to state, you don't get the open packet. No. We have brand new packets. We'll send you a fresh. Unless you want the open packet. Yeah, actually, that wouldn't be bad. 
Um, so Cost you guess extra. the bicky, you get the bicky. So you've got your glass of milk. Here Are you going to do, do it? Do I have to dip? Yeah. <laughs> dippy, dippy, shy guy. Do you dip these ones with milk? I don't Is know. that a hint? Hey, man, there's no rules on, on shy guy I'll tell dips. you what, the biscuit, though, doesn't look anything like it does on the photo. Look at that. <laughs> look at the discoloration there. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't look that great, does it? It doesn't look appealing right, there's your at first all. Clue. Now, can you describe it? Um, spotty. <laughs> <laughs> 13, 10, 60, if you know what biscuit that is. Okay, it's spotty. Can it's you give spotty. us anything else? Um, there's little curved edges. Curved edges? I describe that as scalloped. Hey, what hey, does that Let mean? him describe. Sorry, Duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's then fine. don't worry about it. Spotty, okay, there's, curved there's edges. A, there's a lot of holes in the bottom of it. I wonder if the holes are the same. Hang on, let me count them. <laughs> don't think the counting of the holes is going to help It's the same people. amount of holes. It's his faucet. Let, yeah. yeah, it's the same amount of holes. Okay, great. He said, no- he said it's, nothing it's, about the shape. He said no. this is excruciating. Okay, fine. It's circular. Oh, there we go. 13, okay, 10, 13, 10, 60. 10, 60. There's little bits dripping everywhere. We want the name of the biscuit. Yeah. Donna Crunch. Will that help? You know yeah, what? Yeah, actually, take a bite. Take oh, a let bite. me I'll dip, I'll dip, dip it in milk. Since we're here. So guys. it's circular. See, it's I'm spotty. not dipping that. There's like hair or something in that. <laughs> no, there's no hair in that. <laughs> Just, <laughs> is this mate, a, hey. Have a look. There's like... I'm not liking your negativity. Did we rinse this glass? Has it been in the shelf for two years? Listen, That's fine, mate. Billy is oh, taking fine. phone calls. Here we go. She's I busy. almost would think you'd need a pre-dipped bite and then a dipped bite. Yeah. He's gone straight for a dip. No, here we go. Here we go. Pre-dipped. 10, 10, you know what it is? That's ASMR. Mm. Is that good, mate? It's not good breakfast, but... <laughs> and now the dipped bite? You have a dip bite. That's soggy. Let's follow wouldn't recommend with milk. <laughs> if okay, there's a clue. Okay, wouldn't wouldn't recommend. recommend with milk. Okay, 131060. What is Shy Guy dipping? We're gonna we're gonna go, we're gonna come back with it. And then we're gonna, we're give gonna you the hold biscuits. on. <laughs> Wait, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Do not go anywhere. Don't get out of your cars. You're gonna find out the biscuit next. Mate, we've got the lines are full. 131060. <laughs> hey, everyone's got budget cuts. This is Jess and Ducko. I reckon producer Shy Guy's having a glass of milk. Glass of milk and a little biscuit, aren't you? This was an accidental game yeah. we stumbled upon last week. Shy Guy has many strengths, but describing things is not one of them. Negative. No. We landed on eventually working out. He was trying to describe a Monte Carlo last week, and we thought, this thing has legs. It's got legs. Let's get... $300 worth of biscuits into the studio. <laughs> and week by week, we'll make our way through them as Shy Guy describes them. Yes. He has a packet in front of him. Yes. Because oh, it's a blessing. The most, the most important part, yeah. you win the packet of biscuits. You win the bickies. <laughs> and it's a blessing we've worked out on an audio medium that he can't describe things. Exactly. Yeah. So This is fantastic. Today's bicky, uh, we had adjectives such as spotty, yep. mm-hmm. holy, round, and, and soggy edges. once dipped. Because he does have a glass of milk. Did you say ribbed on the side? What did you say? I don't think I said ribbed, no. but I guess it could be. <laughs> Okay. So let's see yeah. if we can work out what Shy Guy is describing. This so is you my can... breakfast, by the way. So How you good. Can... Kira. Kira's on the line. <laughs> Kira's held on. Hello, Kira. Hey, Kira. Kira, good morning. Oh, no. See you later, Kira. Kira. Let's go to Kylie. Good morning, Kylie. <laughs> yeah. Hi, yeah, Kylie. Kylie. Uh, firstly, uh, how would you describe Shy Guy's describing skills? Well, I think I've worked it out, so pretty good. Oh, okay. okay. Well, if you get uh, it right, that's a testament. What bicky is Shy Guy dipping? Oh, chicken crimpies. Oh, chicken crimpies. You know what? Oh. I can. It's not. Are chicken crimpies spotty, Kylie? Well, they got holes in. They do have uh, holes in them, and they are the, the sort of like the edges. The I can see why. Edge. Are they a biscuit, though? Oh. What would you describe well, it as? Like a chip. Have you no. not had crimpy milk? No. 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 What's what? that? You, Kylie, that's a different phone. Do you, do you, do you, do you, yeah. I think Kylie's dipping her chicken crimpies in milk. Yeah, are you dipping that in milk, Kylie? No, I'm not. Okay, okay. Should we make things up now? Tony. Good day, Tony. Thanks, Kylie. Hey guys. How are we? Tony, Good, top up. of the world, babe. Uh, what is Shy Guy dipping? Look, I'm going to go with Venetian. No. no way that's good with milk. Good, the vene- I've, good the blinds. The, no, Venetian is an Arnott's Vicky. I've never heard of and this And Tony, one. you're right. Venetians Sorry, are spotty. But I don't think Venetians have the uh, the ribbed edge. But thank you, Tony. Great guess. Look, more people are calling through 131060. Kira. Hello, Kira. Yes, I'm here. You're Hello. There. Okay. Kira, thank you. What goodness. have you got? I mean, you suck around this long. <laughs> right. What do you got, Kira? Raspberry tart. Raspberry tart. Raspberry tart. I haven't had a raspberry tart. Raspberry shortcake. Raspberry shortcake. It's one of the two. Kira, it's not either of the two. I'm so sorry. 131060. This packet of bickies, it's going to go wanting. D on 131060. Hello. 
Hello. D, put your phone closer to yeah. your mouth, babe. I can't hear you. Sorry, hello. Hello. Yeah. There's a packet of biscuits on the line, hello. babe. We can't be mucking around. Yeah, D. What is what, <laughs> what is you got? Shy what do you got, D? Dipping. It has, it has to be hundreds and thousands. Mate, she's got it. Oh, she's done it. <laughs> it is the hundreds and thousands. It is a spotty hundreds and thousands bicky. <laughs> it's just the worst described hundreds and thousands bicky. The spotty bick. That's uh, right. AD, you've got a full packet of hundreds and thousands coming your way. Some ASMR for you, dude. You're going to love your guy for it. Oh, God. There you go. All right. We're, who will? We're, we're, her kids. Oh, her kids. <laughs> I was going to say. The Woolworths brand, in my opinion, hundreds and thousands. D, the Superior Biscuit. They're so yummy. We, we seem to cut this up into a promo, D. Can you just say, like, I'm so excited to win the biscuits? I'm so excited to win the biscuit. Yes! <laughs> we did it! If you can believe it, it'll be back next week. <laughs> right now, it's Jess and Ducko. What excuse did you use to get out of work? I'll also accept get out of anything, really. Sure. Um, I'd love to hear from some bosses or people who have received the excuse. Yes. Yeah. That would be very fascinating. Because mm. uh, there's someone uh, who goes viral on social media, Natalie Marie's her name, and she basically puts up videos about the youth in workplaces yep. and the things that they do. It's a different generation. I've seen so many articles talking about this shift in like hardworking attitudes yep. and what we're willing to put up with. And in a way, it's good. Like we should be standing up for our rights. Yes. But then sometimes we tip over into, you guys just don't want to work hard. And when you're starting <laughs> off in a job, everyone has to work their way up. Absolutely. Even this very job. Like I started on the street team, giving out the cans of coke. I started in community radio. Yep. I paid to be there. Yep. Then I was doing <laughs> overnights talking to truckies who, you were probably drunk. That's right. You know what I mean? You, you, work, you work your way up yes. as much as you can. Uh, but the entitlement from some of them. So this is taking place when there was meant to be a meeting in this big corporate firm, and the meeting was earlier, so it started at 8 a.m. Okay, that's an early meeting. It's an early meeting. You'd think I- in the corporate world it's pretty traditional 9 to 5, hey? Yes. So 8 a.m., that must be serious business. But you'd feel like if you start early, you finish early. Makes sense It to all me. comes out in the wash, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you start early, finish early. This was the excuse they gave. When asked to come in for an 8 a.m. meeting, my Gen Z new hire said, Ugh, sorry, I can't make it. I have a workout class. Should this be allowed? My visceral reaction was, are you kidding me? No, fully. Like, angered, typing this out. I was like, please. Like, my hand's shaking and it's not from the caffeine. You just started this job. I don't give a flying your workout class. Also, an 8 a.m. workout class is too late. Workout at 6, yep. maybe 7. Now, I know they're really annoying. Their voices are annoying. Let's look past that. Okay. They're so <laughs> annoying. They're so American. Uh, at eight, and I'm all for exercise, working out, mental health. I was going to say, I would have thought you'd be on the side of the employee here, Ducker. you got to prioritize your health. Gym classes start at 5.15. you got to prioritize them gains. Do, yeah, but you, you, can, you can get the gains at 5 or 6. You know what I mean? But if you're, I guess, if you're contracted, on my job starts at 9, I can do it. I can do my 45-minute Zumba But that's why I'm saying it all comes out in the wash, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, some days we get to leave here early. Some days it's quite late, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I all... think I saw the response from the employee, and they were like, hey, my contract says 9 to 5. Are you going to pay me for coming in at 8? But then you'd argue from a boss's perspective, sometimes we've got to do the things. Just got to do it. You got to do get it. Get your hands dirty. Um, speaking of the gym, Ducko, I've used an excuse to get out of the work uh, yes. at the gym. Um, yeah. My pool, my, my trainer at the time would, would attest to this because my God, he gave me some shtick. Uh-huh. I said, hey, I can't train for the next, I think I said fortnight, possibly four weeks because I'd had a, a mole cut out of my leg and the doctor said, if you don't want the scar to get bad, I'd be minimizing any sort of strenuous. Don't give Jess an invitation to get out of exercise. And I said, sorry, Mr. Trainer. Uh, the doctor said, if I don't want the scar to really stretch out, I best not be doing squats or anything too heavy. And he went, you get your bum to the gym right now. That is the worst excuse. That's so bad. I, I said, no, no, no. My scar needs to heal. My scar needs to heal. It needs to heal. Yeah. And you still haven't gone back. No, exactly. You? That was really the end of my gym career. <laughs> So, look, it can be gym, 13, 10, 60. It can be gym. It can be work. Maybe it's Gen Zers in your workplace. Yes. Maybe you are a Gen Zer and you want, to, you want to stand up for your rights. I read an article in the Daily Tally recently from an older tradie being like, we had our new apprentice quit after day one. Not even day one, half a day on the job because he was saying it's too hot. And the guy's going, what? it was barely 30 degrees. They're obviously our heat considerations. Yeah, He's absolutely. going, the youth these days. They don't get it, mate. <laughs> I used to punch 14 dubs and be on the roof at that time. That's right. Uh, Jennifer's called in on 131060. Jennifer, was it an excuse you used? No, it wasn't an excuse I used. Um, I used to take the excuses from employees yep. to not work because then I was a roster to go and assign services. Uh, what's the best one you heard, Jen? 
One of my favourite ones was I got called up at 6am in the morning to say they couldn't work because they had a TV fall on their head. And then (laughs) after the TV had fallen on their head, they decided to take a week off to then go to the doctors to then take three months off because they had a concussion. No. To be no. Footy players get concussed <laughs> weekly and they still play the next week. Yeah, but I'm not uh, a footy player. If a TV's falling on my head, Jen, I'm three taking, months. I'm taking three months. A concussion is gone within a couple I of days. I feel like, yeah, I was like, a concussion lasts like 48 hours. Three <laughs> months for a TV wow. on the head. Also, great excuse though because it's so obscure. Yeah, it's like dizziness. Yeah. You can't question I, dizziness. I couldn't help but laugh. Absolutely. Wow. When they said it, I was like, are you actually being serious? And they're like, yeah, TV. And I was like, what type of TV? Like, I have to start asking <laughs> I'm picturing one of those, like, old-school thick ones. Yeah. Okay, 13, 10, 60, some calls coming through. Uh, give us a call. Best excuses you've heard, you've used. Uh, we'll call Fame Prize up for grabs. We'll do it next. Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. Asking the best excuses you used or you heard to get out of work or get out of anything. To get out of anything, there is uh, one employee going viral, being sort of shamed on a, on a podcast over in the States yeah. for saying, I can't come to the 8am meeting because I've booked in for a gym class. 8am gym class. And to be fair, the employee has turned around being like, hey, I'm contracted 9 to 5. Are you going to sub me, yeah. uh, a comp me for me having already booked in for that Zumba class? Yeah. Who's making up for that? Do no I one's get going to Zumba. Do I, just, yeah, press people on. love Zumba. Yeah. Possibly shabam. We're not exactly sure. You lose more calories coming to work. (laughs) Do I get to leave at four? And it's just, I think, a generational shift in how we approach work. And I'm all for screwing companies. Don't get me wrong. You owe nothing to the company. You know what I mean? Absolutely nothing to the company. But if you want to work your way up and have good work ethic, particularly when you're new in a job, Come on, man. We've already heard from one boss saying she got a call saying, hey, a TV's fallen on my head. I need three months off. So now we go to Gina on 131060. Gina, good morning. Good morning, guys. What's the best excuse you've heard for getting out of work? Um, I had an employee ring in to say that her dog was sick and that she couldn't come to work and would like to claim a fax day, a family day for it. And when I was submitting it to my roster manager for consideration, um, he started laughing and informed me that she doesn't actually have a dog. Oh, brilliant. Because oh, okay. I was going to say... I was about to defend. Yeah, I was about to defend. <laughs> I have, I've actually not shown up to this show once when my dog was really sick and had to rush her to the hospital. Gina, Ducko but... is an advocate for people taking poor paternity leave. Yes, you absolutely. You know, people take time <laughs> yeah. off when they get it. Yeah, a, yeah. Get a, get But if you're kid. lying about the dog, shame on them, <laughs> Gina. Shame on them. Shame on them. Thank, Thank you, you, Gina. Good friend of the show, Paul. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, you three-ball Paul. Three-ball Paul, baby. baby. Tell me you've used a great excuse to get out of something. Honestly, I used to live with my family on a dairy farm out near Seaham. And uh, my mum and dad, they were, they were a bit feeling a bit ordinary one day there. And, and dad did ask me to go out and give him a hand with milking the cows. Yep. And I was only a youngster and I was actually doing a, a paper run. And uh, I went out to give him a hand, hand milking the cows. And ended up getting a kick in the scone uh, by what I thought was the cow there. But in fact, I wasn't actually milking the cow. I, mi- I, mi- I was trying to milk the own one and only bull. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. So, um, so one week, one week off work for trying to milk the cow. But Milk it a bull. to me afterwards that you get milk from cows and cream from bulls. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> He's back. Did he say he's he had back. a paper route <laughs> to call in to his boss? That's your takeaway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what you're taking from poor milk and bulls? No, I just can't uh, imagine. Like, uh, I just can't imagine, you know, the editor of the newspaper taking that call. Paul's doing gear. He's back for, he's back for another he's big back year. He's back for 2024. That's not the we last time we'll hear for Paul. You know what? Chance to win the Call of Fame. Brianna on 131060, best excuse you've heard to get out of work or get out of something? <laughs> so, hello. I had a team member tell me that they had three deaths of a grandmother, all in separate incidents. Brilliant. Oh, they okay. forgot grandma died. <laughs> they killed grandma off last week and they, and kept they tried doing to kill it. her off again. Did you, yeah, um, did so, you cotton on? Yeah, so on the third time I said and I said, oh, you must have a big family. I said, that's a lot of deaths. <laughs> what, did, what did they say? <laughs> well, then they turned around and they like sort of caught on to what I was saying and Resigning the next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they resigned. Yeah. I could never use death in the family. Oh, I've like, done that. Particularly if someone was still alive, because I'm like, I'm just 
What am I? I'm, I'm pushing the universe here. I've used grandma's death before. The grandma that's alive? No, it was one that was already dead. She so was I didn't already feel, dead. I didn't feel as bad. Yes, if they're already dead, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you specify? Not the one that's alive. <laughs> <laughs> you've really got to have like a family tree at home to know who you've used yeah, as excuses just before. stamp them out if you've already used them. I feel like grandma would have been proud of me. Sure. Sophie on 131060, wrap this up for us, Soph. Uh, what's the best excuse you've heard to get out of work? Um, a fellow my partner used to work with, he's a bricklayer. He um he went to work and one of the blokes he was meant to work with had the day off because he had burnt the back of his mouth on a boiled potato <laughs> at dinner. <laughs> the night I'm sorry. He burnt where? He burnt like the back of his mouth. I thought you said the back of his neck. I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> on a on a hot potato. <laughs> on a hot potato, yeah. <laughs> what? What did you even say to that? I don't know, he came home and told me, and yeah, I thought it was very funny. And um, yeah, he's an older bloke. I think he's, he was just, yeah, waiting for his kick out the door, but it was very funny. I laughed a lot. That's good. When you're already, when you're almost like, I don't mind if I get fired. Yeah, Let's yeah. just see what I can get away with. Yeah, I burn myself on a spud. Jess and Ducko. Simple as ABC. Jess and Ducko's 10K Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. On it. Oh, this money would be fantastic. 10 cat for grabs, 30 seconds to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. You have to take your first answer. You can't use the same answer twice. And if you're unsure of the question, you can say pass. Of course, we come back if there is time. We've only got about five or six so far, Jess. That's right. Yeah. It's not been a great start to the year. No. And we're shy guys sitting on this 10 grand yeah. like a mother hen trying to lay an very egg. Warm. It's very warm. He keeps, he keeps it so warm. That's right. So can Sam... Take it out from underneath. Shy guy. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. Uh, are you going to be the person today to take this money I home? I hope so. I hope so. Okay. Good. What are you doing with the money? I would use it to see my bestie in New Zealand. Oh, there we go. Wonderful. Nice. Oh, we love New Zealand. Now, Sam, we've given the letter away a few times. Did you hear it? I sure did. What is it? M. M. That's right. Okay. M for money. And she's on one. All Let's right. Let's go. Let's do it. In 30 seconds, Sam could be booking flights to New Zealand. Sam, I've had a little proofread of this, and I think it's very gettable today. Awesome. That's what I want to hear. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Your time will start after the first question, Sam. Starting with the letter M, we need you to name something you read. Uh, Memoir. A school subject. Math. A dog breed. Uh, Malamute. A nut. Um, Macadamia. A breakfast spread. Uh, Marmite. A comedy film. Um, Men in Black. A supermodel. Um, Puff. A flower. Marigold. An emotion. Um, Moki. An adverb. Um, majestic. A supermodel. Oh! Wow. Okay. Now I just I would need to check if Men in Black's considered a comedy. I think it is. Yeah, I like think it is considered yeah, a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I think majestic is more of an adjective. Yeah, than, than an adverb. Yeah. Um, but if you said majestically, yeah, majestically would have given it to you. So you sort of got eight, potentially God, nine. Like, that was the best. That was the best we've had. Wow. It was very very close. All you didn't get, supermodel. You were looking for Miranda Kerr. Uh, Homegrown. Not at top of top of mind though, is it? Mm. You did very no. well though. Everything else was great. You, I mean, you you got through everything else and adverb maliciously, mildly. Yeah, if we're digging down on it, you but killed geez. it, Sam. Well done. Uh, so close. close. Miranda Kerr will always haunt you. <laughs> uh, but hey, don't walk away empty-handed. 150 bucks to spend at LSKD. You can do some damage there. Be one percent better every day with LSKD. Uh, see the new drops at LSKD.com. Great, great active wear there. So that's all yours, Sam. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Up next, we want to hear from parents across the region. We are talking about school starting. Yeah. And whether or not you're letting your kids walk to school. This is Jess and Ducko. We know school. Some schools have already gone back. Some are, are they? Surely everyone's back now. I think it's this week everyone goes back eventually. My uh, my doula was saying her kids go back on Thursday. How good's that? Yeah, I know. Go back on Thursday, do Thursday, Friday, then get out of there for the weekend. And I sort of was like, is it a soft launch into the new year? And she went, I think it's got to do with the 1st of Feb. And I went, well, the kids are lucky. The 1st of Feb didn't land on a Monday. Aren't they? It landed on a Thursday. How good's that? So they have a start to the week. But we are talking about school going back. And specifically, we'd love to hear from parents on 13, 10, 60, or anyone who has an opinion on this, what age do you think is best or appropriate 
for the kids to start walking to school. Mm -hmm. The New South Wales government Facebook page has blown up overnight with this very question. Um, A lot of contributors, a lot of experts chipping in on on when it's right. Now, Ducko and I, we both, neither of us have school-aged children. No, like I don't have any kids. You've just had a... I've I've got a three-month-old. But it'd be interesting (laughs) to hear, because in my opinion, like I don't mind it. And I used to walk to school growing up. What age? That's This is the tricky thing. Now, I don't have a child brought in the world yet, so I'd imagine that will completely shift. Yeah. for me when you get that protective feeling. But I'd, I'd say like late, because high school's year seven now. Yeah. So, so what's that, like 11, you yeah, know, maybe 13. 10, 11, 13. I'd say. 13. Well, there you go. I was 11 yeah. in year seven. I must have been. Don't tell me. It was a long time ago. <laughs> maybe. I'd say end of yeah. it, last year of primary school, if you can start sort of coaching them into it. Okay. To get them ready for high school. As a warm up to high school. Yes. See, it's funny you say that. I was never allowed to walk to school. Right. And we lived five minutes from the school. Huh. My parents, I don't know if it's an ethnic thing. My parents are both European background. Yeah. They were very, I don't know, was it not trusting of us, not trusting of the world? My mum's a big believer in, I trust you, I don't trust everyone else. Fair. So was, That's true. Well, we always had a ride to and from school, even though we lived around the corner. I remember sitting down with my mum being like, I want to walk to school. It felt almost like a very grown up, yeah, cool, cool thing, to do. thing to do. Some of my friends were doing it. Some of them were cycling to school. And she just said, no. We'll be organising you a lift now. Being one in this, one kilometre lift <laughs> now, hating to do any sort of physical activity. I'm like, I want to drive <laughs> everywhere. Walking to work or to school seems like the worst thing in the world. I see in my area a lot of kids, um, young kids too, like bike riding to school. Yes. For some reason, for me, bike riding feels a bit safer because if someone, if there is something bad, you can get they out can quicker. Get out of way. But see, I would argue, are they going on the road? Injury, are they checking yep. driveways properly? And I, I look ahead, you know four or five years when my daughter Lucia will start school, maybe I'd walk with her, but I reckon I'd be doing that forever and a day. Yeah. My husband will obviously do mornings because we do the job we do, but of an afternoon, I don't know. What's kosher? I, I, I don't know how I feel about a, a young kid in this day and age. I don't know if I trust other people. That's true. That's true. And when I did walk to school, it was a you know a long time ago. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of a different time now. Totally. Maggie Dent, who's a parenting author and expert, has come out uh, and she's voiced her opinions on what to do and if you should do this. So the very first conversation you have with your daughter or your son is, okay, can I walk you through some of the things that worry me about you walking home from school? And then the other layer to it is you walk the path from school to your house that you feel is the safest. So in other words, it becomes familiar to them which way they are going to be coming home. And then we really would give them um, one afternoon a week for a while just to see how you are and they are. I love that, to see how you are and they are. Yeah. I would 100% be the parent, Ducko. Okay? Yeah. I'm following my daughter in the car Absolutely. with binoculars. And that will probably freak her out more than anything. She'll be like, Mom. I think this car's following me. It's just me. <laughs> just making just fine. sure just... she's going the exact route we talked about. She's not talking to anyone. She's yeah. checking for driveways. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I don't think until she's in year 11 or 12, I would be cool with Oh, it. that late, you reckon? Yeah. Oh, wow. But I mean, I would love to hear from people who are experiencing. Yeah. Maybe this week you've had the conversation with your kids about walking to or from school. Yes. What age do you think is best appropriate? When are we doing it? 13, 10, 60. Give us a call. We'll get you on. Call of Fame prize. Of course, always up for grabs. Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. Everyone go back to school now or some tomorrow just for a little quick two-day week. Yep. We've spoken about people having anxiety going back to school because it's been such a big break post-COVID times. But then comes the new issue on 13, 10, 60. What age do you let your kids walk to school? Yeah, the New South Wales government posted uh, on their Facebook page overnight and there are hundreds and hundreds of comments, a lot of divided opinions on when it's appropriate, not even for the child but for the parent. I know I've only got a three-month-old, but I can't ever imagine (laughs) being... This sounds horrible, an indictment on my child, but I don't think I'd ever trust her and the world around her to walk. It's the other people, I think. It's the other people, absolutely. Are you checking driveways? Are you crossing roads? One of the pieces of advice from the government on this post was practice walking to and from school so they get familiar with the route, but let your child make the decisions of when to cross the road to see how well they're able to cope with various traffic environment situations. We're talking about people under 10 when we're talking about primary school. Maybe I don't know enough. (laughs) 
switched on primary school kids. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know if well, I maybe we just weren't switched on when we were in primary my school. Par- and not, you know what? Yeah. My parents never let me do it. They clearly didn't trust me. Didn't yeah. trust the world around me. Another piece of advice was make sure they're walking with responsible friends. I can't trust that Lucia is going to surround herself with responsible people. Who has responsible friends? Does anyone? They're a primary school kid. Shy I mean, guy would have been a responsible friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I walked to school. Did you? Yeah, yeah you would. Would you walk my daughter to and from school? If you ask me nicely, <laughs> that would be great. Well, we have you. we have work to do with him. Yeah, true. Uh, Maybe just pick up. <laughs> Annette's in Patterson. Annette on thirteen ten sixty. Well, where do you stand on this? My kids walk to school and they have um, all last year. Um, Are we talking primary so school, Annette? What what age? Primary school. Yeah. Uh, so last year it was kindy year one year. I've got four of them. So yeah, this year that will be year one year two year. Five, year six. And is there a lot of pressure on your year six child, Annette? Are you very much like you're in charge of the little kids or is everyone you've drilled in the responsibility of crossing roads, checking driveways, that sort of thing? Uh, my, they're, pretty, they're pretty good kids. Yeah. Like they, they do check the road. I've watched them. and um, But the oldest one, no, she just runs off ahead of everybody oh, else. Right. So. And was, it, up, was it different for you, Annette, when you, with your first kid when you had no others and her going and stuff like that? Did you let her do it on her own initially or was it as you got looser when more kids? Looser with more kids, but she, with the older one, when she was in kindy, her second day of kindy, she caught the bus home. Wow. So we lived in a different space then, and she she caught the bus home. She was she loved it. She did it. We talked to the bus driver, and we live in a small area, and so um, you know the bus driver it thought was great, and and she and the, they reassured us that she would be fine, and she wanted to, and she loved it. There you go. There you go. Thank okay. you, Annette. See, I reckon that raises an issue of well, when you give the phone, because like if you're putting yeah. a kid oh, yeah. on a bus or walking on their own, they need they need something. It's a layered issue, isn't it, yeah. Emily? Uh, on thirteen ten sixty. Good morning, Em. Good morning. How are you guys? Wonderful. Thank you, babe. Have you got kids walking to and from school? Um, he's not quite at school age yet. He's only five months old, but I do have an opinion on it, and yes. I think it was based from growing up with parents that wouldn't let me do it. Yes. And I understand why. I think the year I was born, mum was, you know, she was really worried about this Daniel Morecambe thing and how that went on for so long. Mm. And I think that contributed to us not being able to walk to school because she was worried that someone would pick us up. Yeah, but it's not yeah, about it's... the kid and the responsibility of the kid. It's about the world around that's them. That's a harrowing, harrowing yeah. story. Like, that's you just, just... You really can't trust people, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And I love that. Em's only got an infant like myself and is already thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, Glenn on 131060, have you got primary school age kids, Glenn? Uh, yes, uh, our little boy is 10 and we're actually in that transition period at the moment where he yeah. asks every single morning uh, if he can go. I think the key is that we sort of live close-ish to school, like we're... We're in Cooks Hill, and uh, he goes up the east end. So yep, so not uh, too not far. A, not a, yeah, not a lot of crazy roads and stuff to cross. Well, we, like you said, Jess, we've been monitoring uh, how he goes when we're with him. If he's keeping an eye out on crosswalks and yeah, is he making good decisions, like Glenn? That. Yeah, yeah, he is actually. It, it's mm. come up really well. But um, yeah, it, it's it's like I I walked to school when I was little from the age of six or seven. It was a no-brainer back then. Different time. Think, yeah, very much so. I think now people there's a lot more going on, uh, a lot more. I guess awareness, but also unfortunate stress because of things like social media and yes. you know every, everyone thinks the worst because of what can possibly happen. Uh, and you know, is it sort of robbing your kids of a bit of freedom that they should be able to have? Or and then know? like in turn, are they getting bullied because they don't get to walk to school? Yeah, is all that? Are they not keeping up? Doing it. Yeah, yeah, no, does it, do, do they go to school being like, I'm still being babied yeah. by mum and dad, they don't trust me? Oh my God, this is so hard. Uh, let's finish with Evie, yeah. good friend of the show. Good morning, Evie. Good morning, guys. What is the appropriate age for kids to walk to and from school? Well, I've got a 13-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a nearly 7-year-old. And the 8-year-old will be going into year 4 this year, and the 7-year-old will be going into year 2. So I think it's a good time to start getting them to walk to school when, say, when my 8-year-old's in year 5, so next year. That way, he, his younger brother gets to know how to walk to school, but for the two years. Yeah, yeah. See, I like the power like of the siblings school. together. The si- siblings is great. Yeah, yeah, but it's the first child. That what do you do with that? I know. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Evie. Mom. So yeah, look, there's no right or wrong no, answer. It's tough, I think it's, it's kid dependent. Anything isn't it? with kids is hard these days. Yes. Uh, uh, Mum's just sent me a message though. Oh yeah. As to why they didn't like me walking to school. Kate. Yeah. She said we didn't like you walking to school because 
It was so short that, you know, your socks and pants would touch and your bag would scrape along the ground. <laughs> Come on, Mum. Just give me a break. You know what I mean? I, could, I had little legs, but they would still move. <laughs> yes, and Ducko. Ducko, when you get mad, maybe at a neighbour for parking in across your driveway mm. or, or putting dog poo in your bin, how would you display that anger? Maybe maybe a strongly worded note left in their letterbox. Maybe I'm so even... bad at displaying anger to neighbours because I know I'm going to live next to them. Well, that's exactly it. So it's, it's, a, it's a fine line. Yeah. You've got a tightrope on. Maybe an angry fist to the sky yeah. and then you just let it go. Because yeah. you're right, I have to live no, with these No, it's more people. like you just like... It's like not even a smile. It's like a half half grin, and then the walking son bitch about them. Oh, love that. You know, I like just, a nice person. Bitch yeah. about it behind their back. Yeah. Um, well, maybe you can take a leaf out of this woman's book. She's just got another way to manage anger yeah. when you're dealing with neighbours. Um, so her dog constantly gets loose. She has a little Yorkie-type dog, and uh, it always gets away from her and, yeah. uh, and goes exploring around the neighbourhood, always ends up in her neighbour's yard. Now, we're getting this story from the neighbour. He's a bloke, and he owns quite a big property. Yeah. which he says has a few chickens, it has goats even, and uh, this little dog that always gets on the property always kind of goes for the chickens and the goats. Oh, so he's okay. tried to have a few words to this woman, okay? Her way to manage the anger, because now it's confrontation time. I mean, fair enough. If the dog's going for the animals you've got on your property, it's yeah, coming in. Yeah, this bloke is trying to be like, hey, lady, keep your thing off, but she's not having a word. How's the little little thing getting in there? Great question. There yeah. must be a hole in the fence. Maybe yeah. it's digging. Uh, but this bloke has taken to the internet to say, look, I just tried to have a conversation with this woman, tried to have a neighbourly chat, being like, I'm actually worried about your dog getting injured on my big farm property. Ah, fair. I'm looking out for you. Let alone, he's not thrilled. It's pooing and weeing all over his property. Yeah. So he's tried to have a conversation with her. She's not shaking her fist to the sky. She's not walking away and bitching about him behind his back. No, what she did was walk away, cursing and and yelling, until she turned around, started angrily twerking at him and slapping her ass. I don't clean, but let me tell you, I got this ring. Gobble me, swallow me. Wait a minute. She is across the road just twerking. twerking. Oh, that would annoy me so much. Twerking at this bloke. What do you do if someone twerks at you? I don't think I've ever had that experience. All all, all this man could think to do was take to the internet to share the story and say, what do I do here? Like, clearly she's unhinged. What would you do to that? I'm I'm sorry, are you shaking your butt? Stop shaking your butt. At me. So, Stop it. It's actually quite a powerful technique, wouldn't you say? Because what is there to say to it? Yeah. He's tried to have calm words. It's obviously escalated because they're yelling at each other and, and swear words are flying back and forth. Yeah. But she bends over and begins twerking in the road. She doesn't even cross the road. She's in the middle of the road while slapping her ass. Slapping her booty. Um, I'm not sure if she had a boombox or a car drive past for some appropriate twerking music. Yeah. Um, but he, he was left speechless. He's like, I don't know what to do with this twerking neighbour. What can you do? And you're asking her to get the dog out of your own lawn and it's her dog. Yeah, he's trying to say, I'm looking after your animal. She's like, shut up and don't talk to me. <laughs> shut up, leave me alone. That would fire me up beyond belief. So if you are at your wit's end with a neighbour, yeah. you know, doing those neighbourly things, maybe they keep trimming their, their tree and all the rubbish. Oh, that happened to me yesterday. It's, they, a, it's a common thing. It's a share house, though, and they have a um like, like a gardener who comes in. Yep. He always trims the hedges and it falls into my yard and he doesn't pick them up. That's it's it's not good. It's not good. Well um, one time I said to him, well, how are these gonna get in the bin, mate? Like I you would know? I would say to you, yeah. less talk, more twerk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't clean, but let me tell you how That's what I need to do. <laughs> Let's talk more twerk. Take that to your neighbors. That was the Jess and Ducko podcast. This is the Ozzy Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's.